Welcome back. Welcome back, everyone. So excited you're here. Episode five. Wow, it's been five weeks since we started our very Which is first podcast. Crazy, because it feels like honestly, like I feel like we've been doing this forever. Like this is so natural. Yeah. Like I feel like we film once a week, we edit. I like get excited about it. We freaking podcast. We're getting a podcast room eventually. Eventually, everyone, uh, you know, some of you are behind on our previous episodes. Catch up, y'all. Why are you guys breaking my heart being behind? <laughs> Just kidding. Also, silent plug, we have stickers now. Oh my gosh, we have our very own Put It On Record stickers. There's these cute little vinyl stickers you honestly can put anywhere on your coffee, on your laptop. So cute. Only $5.00. And it would really help us continue the podcast. Yes, all proceeds go to the Boo Bears Toys. <laughs> the Boo Bears Toys. Um, so this week we're talking about, oh, finding a sister. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my gosh. Yes. And as usual, we're going to keep you waiting for that till the end of the podcast. That is exactly right. Because that's how Ryan Seacrest would do it on American yeah, Idol. That's right. So and that's how Put It On Record does it. And now we're professional podcasters, I guess. Well, Bubba, hit that theme music. Theme song. Guys, thank you so much for all your support, all the positive comments in our previous episodes. You literally, guys, I, like I hope you guys know this that like you are the fuel to keeping us do like doing this. Like I, I live off of all your positivity and telling me that you guys like enjoy each podcast. Really is like an inspiration to me, and I know Lauren as well. So thank you so much for that. Okay, let's get into the podcast now. Today we're going to be talking all about family, our family dynamics, because we come from two totally different families, how we met each other's families, and then at the end we're going to talk about how we gained a new family member over oh the week. Oh my gosh. Pretty exciting stuff. It was crazy. So let's get to it. We're dating. How long were we dating before I met your mom? Because I met your mom first. Yeah, so honestly the thing was I've never actually introduced anybody to my mom. Uh, when it came to dating? I did it once. Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say same. I did it once. Yeah. No, I never introduced anybody to my mom. That was something that I felt was, like, very private. And so I knew, for me, I didn't want to take it, just any random girl that I was dating at the time uh, because I knew the one girl I was going to take was going to be the one girl I was going to marry. And... Aww. <laughs> thank you, everybody. No, I'm just kidding. So I think we were dating at least a month. And I know some of you probably think that's crazy. We were only dating a month. But, like, I, everyone always goes, like, when you know, you know. And at that point, I definitely knew that Lauren was going to be my forever. And so I felt like it just felt like the natural right thing to do to be like, I want to introduce you to my mom. Uh, me and my mom are very close. I love her. I call her for, like, advice and stuff. So... It was something that I knew I wanted to do, and I was actually nervous, honestly. I was a lot more nervous than meeting Lauren's parents because I've never done that before. I think I was surprised and shocked that you wanted to meet, meet to your mom so early in the relationship. I think, and girls, you can attest to this, guys, generally, that's, like, one of the last things they do is show you their family. They're really, like, standoffish yeah. about their family. A lot of people. That's, like, the normal vibes. And when you were like, oh, I want you to meet my mom. Like, she's in town this week. And we she's were only dating, town. like, 
two and a half weeks. And was I was only like, two and a half weeks? Yeah, it was really fast. As I lied to you, I said it was a month. I'm no, sorry. it would definitely wasn't a month. Um, it probably felt like a month, but no, it wasn't a month. And I remember because your mom came down um, for her store, yep. for antique store. And I was kind of nervous because all the family, my guys I was interested in, let's just say, because I never had a boyfriend, all of their parents, most of them I knew because they were either family friends or people I grew up with and I've just known. So like it was like so new to me to meet someone I've just never had any contact with, but yet was like your mom. So I remember being really nervous about going, but... Your mom was so chill. Guys, and the thing that was, something that was, like, interesting was uh, Lauren was, like, down to meet my mom, but if you know anything about Lauren and her, like, culture, she loves to, like, eat, like, at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> and so she that... She knows anything about my culture. Like... Yes, my mama raised me, swim, raised me to eat at a certain time of day by 5, max 6. I don't eat at like 10, 11 o'clock. And so that was different because my family, we always ate, like we always ate at like nine. That was my mistake. I was so hangry when I met your mom. And so she was like starving to eat. And so she, that like put her in a, in a mood because, you know, when a girl <laughs> when a girl gets hangry, guys, you better feed her quick. You know what I'm saying? Um, but so she met my mom at like 930. It was actually pretty 930. Late. And I just remember one, Mama Laura is dope. Like, she's just so chill. And I think because we've mentioned on the podcast before how John has seven brothers and sisters, a lot of them older, a lot of relationship stuff she's been through with her other kids. She's been through marriages, divorces, like all this stuff. So meeting me wasn't like anything new. I'm sure she thought it was special, but she made me feel like it was just a casual day and that helped me a lot. Yeah, Because she was just so easy. She's like, yeah, and... This is cool. So you guys are together? Cool. And I was like. But I, I felt like I was more nervous than even Lauren was nervous because I'm like, I've never done this And it's before. so annoying because when John gets nervous, he just gets quiet. Yeah. And I'm obviously I'm a talker. I can carry a conversation. But I was really hoping. I remember after that dinner, I was just like, why didn't you talk at all? Like, you're making me look like I'm just like talking over you. Yeah. But you were just really nervous. I was just really nervous, guys, honestly. And so I met your mom. I didn't meet your dad till a lot later when I met kind of your siblings. Yep. But next person, you met my mama. Yeah, I actually met her mom, and that was something that I've never really done before. But, again, I feel like when you know, you know. This is a story. Let me tell you. Oh this gosh. boy. Tell him. This boy. Like, I've never had – I've had a couple people meet my parents, but not in, like, the official way. It was just kind of like they knew we were, like, into each other way. Yeah. And so that's never really happened before. And without me asking – and this was another reason why I was like, wow, this guy has to be, like, for me. Because family's so big to me. My family is my world. Like, we do everything together. And he – Without a question, I think right kind of like after after I met your mom, yeah. um, he said, uh, I said, oh, my mom's in town this week because my mom was in Sacramento. And I was like, my mom's in town this week, but it's spring break and I'm going to be in Paris with my best friend. And she, without, without a second, just said, cool, I'll just hang out with her and we'll just have dinner. 
alone, ladies and gentlemen, alone. The first time he ever meets my mother. And let me tell you, most of y'all know Suzanne Bristow. She is funny. She is amazing. But she can be intimidating. And I was just like, why? That is not know what he's doing. Why would you do it? Like, my mom and I are so close that, like, once that wall is broken, like, once you meet her, like, you're just as much as a part of her life as I am. Like, you're going to be texted every day, da-da-da-da-da. And I was just afraid that was going to push you away. But you were all for it, and I could not believe it. But you didn't tell him the craziest part. So I was like, hey, I want to meet your mom. You're going to be like, I'm in Paris. But you didn't tell him what happened in Paris. Oh, my God. So in Paris, I love Paris, by the way. Me and my best friend Jillian went to Paris for spring break. Right before COVID happened, we were actually there uh, when the Louvre shut down. Does anyone remember when that was like the first big landmark to shut down? And it was all like, ooh, this could be really scary. And um, but it was really uh, it was really crazy. Um, we literally just got back. Anyway, this is off, stop, off topic, but we like almost didn't make it back into the country. Uh, we were there. First day we get there. And I had been warned about pickpockets. I've always been very, very cautious, even in America, about, like, stealing. Like, I'm not a person who takes stealing lightly. Um, However, we were there at rush hour trying to find our hotel, and that was pretty obvious, these two young girls trying to find their hotel. Two beautiful young girls, American. Trying to figure out where we're going, and I was holding my phone. Wearing a cheetah jacket. Like, I'm made of money. Paris, okay? It's going to be fashionable in Paris. But, um, and I was holding my phone, and I put it in my pocket, and I knew the minute it was taken. Like, I felt him take it. But it was rush hour. There was no way it was going to happen. I just had to calmly be like, my phone is taken, Jillian, let me use yours. And she's like, no way. Like, we just landed in Paris, and my phone was taken away. And thank God I took my phone case off for some reason, I think to get better cell service, because yep. my phone case has my wallet on it. So we didn't get any of my wallet stuff. That would have been awful. That but so stressful, anyway, sure. we're very, very far off topic. But I lost my phone. And I'm like, oh, my God, one, John's probably going to think, like, I don't love him or I'm not into him anymore. Yeah, freaking going off to Paris, not responding to my text messages, like, straight up. What else am I supposed to think? And I know he's going on a dinner date with my mother tonight. And, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So Jillian texted my mom, obviously, that my phone got lost. And then my mom texted John because they had already been discussing about dinner. Um, how was that conversation when you two first met and the, I'm guessing the first thing you talk about is how I'm dumb enough to lose my phone in Paris. Well, yeah, so that, that <laughs> kind of was the first thing we talked about. So it gave like a great like icebreaker, you know, to meet I your I did mom. it for you, babe. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, I told Lauren, I was like, I told her, cause my dad's French. If you know me, my dad is French. I know. And, so, and I remember I found street bourgeois in Paris and I was like, maybe that's going to be my Name. Right. And Jillian was like, oh my God, Lauren, stop. And now and so I told her, I was like, be careful, there are people are going to pickpocket you. And so it was I like, got warned so many times, and I knew it, and I knew when it happened, and yeah. I was so mad. It was just a great, like, uh, icebreaker because that was something like, oh my gosh, I'm like, oh my gosh, Lauren is wearing a freaking cheetah jacket, like saying, come rob me, come oh steal my from God. me. It was saying, Harry, it was saying, I'm here. 
anyway, what else? Yeah, what was your impression of my mom like when you yeah. first met her? So meeting uh, Suzanne, I actually like dressed up a little bit, not like according to like Bible college standards, but I did dress up, and um, I was nervous for sure. Like this is something I'd never done before. And obviously, I think with the way I walk, you ever regret your decision? No. Not not now, but like, were you there? Like, why did I do this no, before you met no, her? No, 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 not no? at all. I'm pretty good at like making conversation, but I do know like with me, there's always like an insecurity with how I walk sometimes when I'm meeting mm-hmm. new people, and especially like <clears throat> I'm super into this girl. I'm gonna meet her mom, and so there was that insecurity. But yeah, like, I get that. Um, Suzanne was like super sweet and. She was, I don't know, she was wearing this blue dress, and we went to sushi, which I absolutely love sushi. And That was a plus, because I hate sushi, and my mom loves sushi. So when she heard John like sushi, she's like, oh, another sushi buddy. <laughs> so we went to sushi, and the topic of conversation was Lauren, and then I kind of just, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, I was able to give my resume of, like, why I'm a good candidate to date uh, your daughter. I do remember, like, some secrets. My mom going, I think he thought he was on an interview because he was like giving me all of this information I didn't ask for. Hey, you know, I, I always, I've always said, you know, transparency equals trust. So I just laid it all out on the table. You really did. She's like, he told me everything, and I, <laughs> I was like, oh my god, the poor guy. But yeah, it was a nice evening. <clears throat> I tried to pay, but she wouldn't let me. But okay, let's let's be honest. Two struggling twenty-year-olds, or you know. People who have made it in life, <laughs> you know, let's not decide. Yeah. yeah, one of the best sushi places I've ever eaten for sure. Thank you, Suzanne. Yep, it was McCoonies. Yeah, yep, she loves that place. Yep, so good. Next up, I met your like family. Family, I went to the farm. <laughs> she went to the farm, guys. It's not a freaking farm. No, you're right. It's not a farm. There's no chickens. <laughs> There's no goats. There's nothing. She's re- she's from the city. She's a she's what we call in the mountains a flatlander. Mm-hmm. I never thought in my life that I'd fall in love and marry someone who was from the mountains, you guys. And when I say the mountains, I mean the legit mountains. Like you drive an hour outside of Fresno, up the windiest roads ever to get to this house, which is a lovely house. It's beautiful. It's just so far, and it's, like, <laughs> definitely mountainy. Like, there's, you know, there's bugs. Not a huge fan of. <laughs> there's lots of bugs. I, you know, I, I, I tricked Lauren, and I was like, hey, there's going to be a bunch of trans, uh, tarantulas, which is, like, a big, yeah. furry, like, spider. They know what a tarantula is. I don't is. know what they know what a tarantula is or not, but I'm just trying to tell them. Um, but there actually wasn't any tarantulas. And I met both of your sisters. Yep. No, you have more than two sisters. But I met two sisters, your dad. Your dad was very interesting. And to this day, I still don't, I don't know if he likes me or not. <laughs> like, he's just a very quiet man. Like, you maybe can get a sentence or two out of him. But if anyone knows me, like, I just love to talk. And, like, if I feel like it's awkward, I'll, like, try to be sarcastic. And I always just hope that I'm not taken the wrong way. So, but he's a really nice, he's a really cool French dude. Um, he's a what, gardener. What he did for you. When you he did, you. he did cook me dinner, though. So I think that's his way of telling me that he's, like, welcoming me to the family. Because I came up without John um, a couple weeks ago just because I missed all the kiddos. I love John's nieces and nephews. And his sister, and I'm helping her out with her business. And, you know, I just wanted to go out there 
and help out, but um, no one was there besides me and um, one of the kids. And uh, your dad comes in and he goes, oh, you guys don't have anybody cooking for you. When, I mean, he's right. I still need someone to cook for me. (laughs) And so he whipped up this amazing meal in like 20 minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And then he left and ate his dinner in his room. And I was like, cool. I guess we're besties now. (laughs) Lord never saw him after that day. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But, yeah, but John has a crazy family. And on the topic of siblings, you have seven all with a lot of really different, really funny, really outgoing personalities. Yeah. But, like, my sister, does she take the cake? For <laughs> you know, Annie is definitely an amazing person. Super smart. Love her to death. Um, but she definitely is different in the sense of, like, she's got a lot of personality, and I love that. She's so, like... Sassy. Sassy and spontaneous. She, <laughs> she was so against John for the first oh, couple months. I guys, I tried so hard for Annie, her name's Annie, to like me. Because I'm like, I know if you win the sister, you win the family. Win the sister, you win the family. So <laughs> that Annie, says a lot about Annie's power in right. the family dynamic. If anyone is dating anybody, if you win the sister, you win the family. Like, That's true. When I won Jen over. Yep. That was, like, it because people are, like, okay, if she approves, she's, like, you know, the one who makes sure everything's okay. Yeah. And so meeting Annie, I, I think I even went out of my way to get her something that she liked. And then she still thought you were did not doing enough for her. Yeah. I remember the first time she met John or something, she said, I was, like, what do you expect him to do? He's my boyfriend, not yours. I was, like, do you want him to bring you flowers? And she goes, Yes. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'll go get her flowers. I don't freaking care. I was like, you're dating me and you're dating Annie. So go get her some damn flowers. So I did. So I don't even remember the specific thing that I did and do for her. Starbucks stuff. She yep. loves Starbucks stuff. Yeah, and it, you know it's easy that I work at Starbucks, so I'm yeah. able to do that pretty quick. But I did get that her something. Won her over. <laughs> well, the thing is, so like after that, I actually didn't even win her over then because she didn't tell me that. So I didn't know I officially like liked her or not liked her, but liked officially you. like she liked me until I actually met, went to dinner with all of your family. You actually went to the bathroom. And when you go to the bathroom, Annie comes to me and she says, hey, she's like, you have my approval. And I was like, I did not yeah. know this. That's a big deal. What dinner was this? This is uh, the dinner at Roy. It was a steakhouse when I... I first oh, met your dad. Oh, yeah. That was the first time you met my dad. Yeah, that was the first time. Because my dad you. rarely comes down to Southern California. One, he doesn't really like it. <laughs> he makes that very clear. Um, but because Annie and I are both down here for school, or Annie was, right now she's at home due to all this COVID stuff. But he came down uh, with my mom because I was like, I really want you to meet this guy. Yeah. I love him. I want to marry him. <laughs> He's like, what? So he met you. We went to a steakhouse. That was really nice. I remember um, it was just not awkward, but the bo- the way the booth was. The booth was kind of awkward. The booth was like lined up. It was like one of those corner booths, you know, where it's like a big half oval. Yeah. So it's hard to hear on the other side. It was just really bizarre. Like, I wish we were at a normal table. Yeah, it was pretty weird in the sense uh, of that. But I think you really got to know my dad when you came up to Tahoe during yeah. quarantine. Yep. That's actually, like, I feel like when I officially became, like, friends with your dad. Because I feel like... It's easy to become yeah. friends with my dad. My dad is one of the chillest, nicest, coolest people. And I always knew that he would be, like, 
like so welcoming to anyone I brought in. However, I do think that my dad has never been trained in the sense of the fact that I never had a boyfriend. Yeah. I never had anybody that he really met to like understand how this dynamic works. Then all of a sudden I bring you in so fast and then fastly I'm like, I want to marry you. Like it happened really fast, all in a sense of months. And my dad takes time to process big life events well, like I'm this. The, I'm the same way too. And so I remember him just being like so like in shock because he's like, I don't My know. My little girl, what? <laughs> because he never even had a guy come over to like just chill and hang out. Yeah. Like we never had a lot of guy friends at the house. Like he never knew what to do. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think he was just uh, more not hesitant about you, but more just didn't know what to do about you. Yeah. Like didn't know how to talk to you. Didn't know like what the dynamic was going to be. And so that's why I think Tahoe really helped when – you and I can't believe me. You want to tell them what you did for me? Yeah. So <laughs> obviously, I really cared about Lauren and really wanted to like have a relationship with her dad because I do feel like family is so important. And um, what I did was I got off work at Starbucks at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> or no, no, I went to Starbucks at three o'clock in the morning. And then I got off, and then I drove, how many hours was it? To Tahoe, it's like eight. Eight hours to Tahoe to see Lauren. And, and meet my grandparents. And meet her grandparents, yeah, for and sure. my dad, and everyone was together in Tahoe. We were having a rough time. It had been about two, two and a half months since I've seen him. And we were really having a rough time being separated for quarantine. And I think that... I was, like, crying and breaking down, and he was just like, I'm going tomorrow. I'm going to go. I was like, what? I was like, are you serious? He's like, yep. And I remember everyone in my family thought that was so big of you just because, um, not big, but, like, so, like, oh, like, wow, you really like Lauren to do that because that's a long drive for, like, 10 hours. And you you were here for, like, a day, maybe a day and a half. It was a very fast turnaround. and Yeah, because I think I got there at like 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and then I left um, the same day, I think. No, the, no, next, the day next day at 5 at mm-hmm. So you had like a whole half a day, a whole half yeah, a day. A whole half a day. Um, and I remember just missing you so much. Right, I was and so that happy almost like, yeah, so uh, I was able to meet her dad again. And my grandparents, who my grandma loves you. That was an easy win, though, because <laughs> Grandma Bev loves anybody who can cook. That's right. And boy, can you cook, baby. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a good cook. My grandma loves that. My grandma loves respectful mannerly people and your mom definitely raised you that way. When I say that, I don't just mean nice people, but like people who like open like move the chair out for your mom or for people who bring you flowers or uh, say sir and ma'am he does that naturally oh and, and chris loves it and suzanne, suzanne doesn't she suzanne doesn't like it she's like you don't have to call me that you can call me suzanne because she thinks that it's like elderly but my dad loves the my dad loves like the position of it yeah. like yes i've earned that title and he has definitely 100%. he has i'm not saying he has it but yeah, like, yeah. And my mom's just like, no, I want to be young forever. <laughs> so I was able to really, like, build that relationship with uh, Mr. Bristow. And I remember sitting on the back porch, and he was drinking a glass of wine. As my whole family does. And I was drinking a LaCroix. At that time, he did not drink at all, ladies and gentlemen. Look at him now. <laughs> and so 
uh, we were able to just sit there and talk and look at the beautiful scenery, and that I feel like that's when we like kind of hit it off really good, really well. Yeah, you hit it off. I remember my grandpa not being hesitant, but him being like, um, "The bully doesn't drink or gamble. How is he gonna work?" Because <laughs> my family, not we love good wine, and we also love like playing poker and stuff when we're together. Not actually going out and gambling. But I remember him being like, "No, I don't. I don't know poker. I don't know what is this liar's dice. Like all these things that are our cultural norms. Like that's yeah. what we do when we're together." And I remember him being like, "Well, we gotta teach him." <laughs> so. But it was fun. It was definitely, um, I think, a momentous, and um, like what, probably the found, like a foundational piece in our relationship, and the reason to yeah, why for we're going. For, yeah, yeah, for we why were we're really still together again because quarantine and so far apart. I was like, does he really like me? Is he willing to do things for me yeah. like I need to do? And he did it, and he proved himself, ladies and gentlemen. And here we are today. So do you want to talk? Do we want to get to the big news? I don't know how long we've been waiting. Yeah, so that happens, and I was really excited that he wanted to do that, and that we are still together. But now for the moment that you guys have been waiting for, the fact that we got a crazy, oh you got a crazy DM, not even a call. Yeah, just when you think like your life can't get any crazier. Quarantine can't happen. Kobe Bryant <laughs> By the can't way, pass away. Hold on. This is a PSA. Ladies, gentlemen, whoever you're praying for, whoever, like what you're praying for, for your future spouse, your future job, your future kids, like just to let you know, God will deliver. <laughs> like, like if it is his, like if it is his plan for you. But like, I always prayed for someone to have a big family because our family's very small. And this, like, John's family is growing every single day. It's crazy. 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 So just be careful what you wish for. <laughs> careful what you pray before. for. <laughs> so I, I got this crazy DM message. So some of you guys may know I'm adopted. And I have. Have we talked about that on the podcast I don't yet? think we have talked about it yet. Well, he's adopted, but ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations. I'm adopted. Everyone knows now. Well, it's not a secret. And maybe we'll go back to the story because the story is pretty cool, too. We should talk about that sometime. Anyway. Yeah. And so, um, as some of you may know, I had a biological brother that passed away. And I thought. Okay. We are. Naboo wants to say something, ladies and gentlemen. What do you want to say? Oh, yes. You want to talk about how we got you, huh? Are you missing out on the family love? <laughs> we got Naboo Boo Bear's natures. Okay. Weirdo. No, you're, you need to backtrack on the story a little bit because you did not really know that you had a biological half-brother. Or you always knew of him, but you never really met him and, like, got to really hang out with him till like, a year ago. Yeah, well, about, so I knew of him, and we did have, a, like, a little bit of a relationship when he was younger, um, but... Then there was, like, no relationship, life happened, all yeah, that crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, crazy up and down. But, like, you really uh, got to know him, like, a year ago, correct? Yeah, uh, about, yeah, well, he passed away about a year ago, so two years ago, roughly, yeah. Like, we were able to have, like, a relationship, hang out a little bit. Definitely not as much as, like, what I wanted, mm -hmm. but whatever. Needless to say, that happened. He passed away in a motorcycle accident, mm -hmm. um, and... He left, not left behind, but he has one kid. He has one, uh, one kid. His name is William. And 
Uh, so it's like my biological nephew. Yeah. So my bloodline. <laughs> it sounds kind <laughs> of whatever cool that is. That, right? <laughs> uh, and so I got this crazy DM about two weeks ago about hey um, the bio- the mother of this my nephew was like hey have you ever been interested to know about like your biological family um, your mom. Like, what in the world? Like, is that something that you're interested in doing? And so I'll... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, let me preface that we do know, like, there is hospital records that he has about seven or eight biological half-siblings or full-siblings out there. We know that is a fact. We don't know where they are. We don't know. All we knew was this brother who had passed away. But we do know, like, that there was a potential for more children to come up. And that was something I asked you on our first date because I was like, are you interested in learning more? Do you want to learn more? Or is that kind of closed? And you said you're always interested, but you were never actively searching. Yeah, always interested, but was never going to actively, like, pursue it. So I get this crazy DM from the mom being like, hey, is that something that you'd be maybe interested in doing? And she needless to say that, hey, William, which is the biological nephew, nephew, took this DNA test called 23andMe, and she matched with a girl. Like her blood. And I was like, what? So then I was like kind of freaking out, being like, oh my gosh, show me, show me, show me, show me. And she was being kind of slow to respond, so then I was like, ugh. Yeah, by the way, who tells someone this information? Like, hey, we may have found your half-sister, but then takes a day to respond with the information. (laughs) It wasn't, like, legitimately a day, but it felt like. (laughs) Like, we were just waiting, and we're like, oh, my God, is she going to reply? You you saw it, but now you're not responding. What's going on here? (laughs) And so uh, she ends up sending me the name of the person, and I won't name her on here. Just Well, I won't name her full name. Um, And... So I find her on Instagram, and I was like, yo, you might be my biological half-sister. Think about getting that DM, ladies and gentlemen. And then she was she was, she was freaking out, being like, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then she's like, well, was your biological mother's name, you know, Paula? And I was like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, well, that's my biological mother's name. Needless to say, it is my biological half sister or full sister. I don't know. We don't know yet because we need to get John to take the test to see if the blood's the exact same or just half the same. There's um, reasoning for both, and people have speculated on both sides because they are only seven months apart. We're only seven months apart. So, I mean, that can mean a lot of things. Not necessarily that it was with the same guy, but it does insinuate that it was with the same guy. Right. Um, so, like, that's what you would normally think. So, we definitely want to take the test. If yeah. any, and that's what your donations will go towards. Because so buy, buy your $5 stickers and we can afford to get him a DNA test. Exactly. No, so, um, yeah. I found her. We messaged her on Instagram. Whatever we were messaging she back and really forth, really close by, like yeah. an hour away. So we got to meet her, and, and her I was super boyfriend. nervous. So I was like, Lauren can come with me to like meet her because this is a big step for me, and I want you're the only person I want to like have there by my side. And so last week we drove about uh, thirty minutes or so to yeah, a, we a went restaurant, up by, uh, Calabasas, which yeah. was like halfway in between us. And if y'all know me. 
I love the Kardashians, so I was all excited to go to Calabasas. Spoiler alert, the Kardashians are uh, ending. I know. The trauma. But, so we went to breakfast or lunch, and we were able to talk. I got to meet her longtime boyfriend. I got to meet her in person. And she is definitely, which is interesting, and I want to... I feel like you do this a lot. I feel like I talk about girls versus boys. But she is definitely someone, and I think this is a lot of girls, who is like, she wants to know answers. She's very much actively searching. She's very much um, trying to just figure it out, kind of being like this awesome detective, using everything she can, social media. Yeah, lucky I was so impressed or with like, all like that. Uh, you know, like just a lot of things that she has access to to just try to find answers for her family. And John has always had access to all those things, but he's just someone who's just like, if it happens, it happens. And I just think that's a guy versus girl thing. But maybe I'm wrong, because if I remember being, when I first met you, being shocked that you did not really seem to care. And I understand that you have a family, that you love your family, and I get that. But I feel like the stereotypical kid who's adopted is always searching for his real family, his biological family, and you in no way were that stereotypical adopted kid. Yeah, yeah I think because of, like, I don't know, I don't want to be, like, be disappointed, put an effort into something, and then have no results, I guess. Yeah, and I get the that. Main, the main reason, I and guess. And you already have a crazy, big, awesome, loving family. Sure. Like, it's not like he has, like, one or two siblings, and, oh, he has all this time. Like, like so he's just never actively looked, and now this has fallen into our lap, and it is just a lot to take in, for sure. Yeah. Me, as the supportive role, I've never had this before. And I love her. She's awesome. She's so sweet. She's so sweet, and I love her. It just opens kind of like a can of worms in the sense of it opens a lot more opportunities to meet maybe a lot of more biological people, maybe meet your biological mom. Right. So there's a lot of things that it opens that me, I'm just, because I want what's best for you, I'm just a little hesitant on like just zooming to those next stages because I just don't want to see you get hurt um, is all. Um, So that's my only kind of like, what's the word? And also you, if anyone knows me, I have a lot of anxiety. So just thinking about all the things that could go wrong, I'm like, let's like make sure. Yeah. This is real and this is legit. And when I think meeting her helped me have a lot more ease, just in the fact that she's so cool and awesome uh, yeah, the fact that you could actually have a relationship with someone who's biologically related to you is so cool to me. Um, now, due to all these awesome, like, 23andMe and all this stuff, is really cool. Um, and I know whatever God has planned for us to do regarding your biological family that we're going to do. And obviously, I support you 100% in whatever area you want to take. Yeah, no, and I definitely do appreciate that and have felt that. From day one, and that's why I felt comfortable to open up this side of me that no one's ever been able to see and or touch because that's a side of me that I don't let people know because maybe just a part of who I am or just being adopted that's really letting... Do you want me to get therapy on you? Go get therapy on me. Because I think that you naturally have this obstacle to overcome when meeting people of this physical disability that... Talking about being adopted is something that you would never willingly talk about, not because you're ashamed of it or anything. I just think you don't want to feel any different than you already do. Yeah. 
because you naturally look different. Yeah, for sure. And like Brad Pitt, let's be honest, let's guys. Be honest. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I I agree 100%. And I do appreciate like your support and your willingness to go there. That meant a lot to me. And it was awesome. I don't know. I had a lot of fun. I know we're planning on uh, hanging out yeah, again. Yeah, seeing soon. them again. They're super dope. Yeah. They're really cool people. Um, but yeah, so that was just a crazy thing that happened this week. Like, what other podcast do you get a whole new sister episode? Right? <laughs> After 25 years of life. Yeah, you get a new sister. <laughs> it's crazy. And I do love my other siblings, of course. You guys are family. So you guys are amazing. I love everybody. Um, I just love everybody. Yeah, I'm starting to sound like a Democrat or something. I don't oh know. My <laughs> no comment. No comment. No comment. Well, I think that's all we have for now, guys. We have some really exciting news, uh, but we're not going to share it just yet. Some exciting. Another reason why the YouTube video is not here. <laughs> I really, I have been getting into. Um, Fixing stuff and editing stuff in like Adobe Pro and stuff. All of this tech stuff is totally new to me, but in my job, I'm actually having to learn it. So I'm getting better. I'm not amazing, but I'm getting better and more excited to use it. But we are just not in the space yet. And I just want to make sure that the next time a YouTube video goes up, it's like perfect. And yeah. we're like, the next time a YouTube video goes up, we'll officially be in season two. And the next era of put it on record yes got some really exciting things in the works um so just keep an eye out go on our website at put it on record.net you should be able to read our blogs they're really well written lauren does a great job well with also that. you write them he honestly is a really good writer uh so that was my idea of starting it just to kind of motivate him to continue writing so yeah check that out we have all of our episodes there all of our episodes are there. Sorry, I just um, that was so unladylike. Our um, stickers are there. Make sure to subscribe. Tag a friend in our our podcast. Really would help get the word out. And if you're interested in buying a sticker, DM me or Lauren. We'll definitely get back to you as soon as you buy it. And we'll have a cash app set up or Venmo. Next day, baby, it'll be Set there. up. <laughs> and uh, we will make sure to send those stickers out to you guys. We will be recording two podcasts this week because we have an unexpected uh, trip we need to take next week. So we are excited to film two for you guys so that you guys will be fully packed with all Put It On Record content. Until next time, I'm we John. Yeah, I'm Lauren. This has been Put, Put It, it on, on Record. record.